When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Hollywood Raw Podcast, hosted by entertainment veteran Dax Holt and street journalist Adam Glenn. Welcome to the Hollywood Raw Podcast. I'm Dax Holt, Adam Glenn, my 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 partner over there, my life partner, my podcast partner. <laughs> <laughs> yes. What's up, buddy? How are you, sir? Good to see you. This is the Raw Rundown. Um, this is sometimes, people love this episode. It's our top 10 stories of the week. Uh, that's going on in the entertainment news world, not the political world. This is just the uh, the random uh, celebrity news and uh, that stuff that's going on in the entertainment news world. But this is our top. The really the, the important stuff in life, right? Like, put the politics aside. Let's get to the important things that are really going to change your life. Exactly. <laughs> if you're new to the podcast, we do two episodes a week. Um, we're called the Hollywood Raw Podcast. We like to say we humanize Hollywood. Dax and I are. Two journalists who have more than a decade experience. Actually, I mean, you got even more than I do. You're older than I am, but we have a lot of experience. Whoa, whoa, with this whoa! Stuff. Wait, what? Are the subtle shade there. It was like a compliment, and then you just stabbed me in the back with the old comment. Yeah, I mean, come on. We were just talking about our thick hair before this episode, so it's uh, it's talking about all right. Mine on my head, yours on your back, but nevertheless, yes. Yeah. Um, but uh, if you're new to the podcast, we like do we do uh, Wednesday we have a guest on and Friday we do a top ten stories of the week. What we do in this podcast is we humanize Hollywood. We talk to celebrities, we talk to the publicists, we talk to even the paparazzi. It, we talk to everybody that kind of keeps the entertainment circle moving. Um, but it's uh, it's a lot of fun. I, we uh, got a really good community. So if you're new to listening, thank you for checking us out. Um, but this is our raw rundown. Uh, I had a busy weekend. I, dude, I, I was just with uh, Charles Barkley. Kind of cool. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty That's cool all, one, Yeah, right? was he cool? Was he nice? Oh, dude, he's the best. He's such a great guy. And the, here's the coolest part I love about him. I get him, and as soon as I'm done with it, I was like, hey, uh, I'll actually be right back. I got to run down to the store. And he just walked down the street went to a store, and he walks in New York City. Nobody recognized A few people did, but majority mm-hmm. of people don't recognize Charles Barkley walking down the street. That's crazy. I mean, how do you not when he's how tall is he? Like six seven like or something? The, yeah, but he might be smaller now. He might be like six four per but again, he just no one really recognized him. But super nice guy, cool dude. If you want to see the interview, it's on our private Facebook group called Off the Record. Yes, we have a private Facebook group called Off the Record, which is just a really cool community of you guys asking us questions, you guys talking to each other, and everything like pop culture. Uh, it's just a lot of fun. All right, Dax, before we, you know, obviously we get to the, the the Raw Rundown, we actually read some of your reviews live on air, give you guys a little shout-out. Dax, what do, what do you got? All right, this week I got, this one is from Kellyist, five stars, the best entertainment news podcast with an exclamation point. You both uh, are so thorough and keep it light and fun, genuinely great reporting and insight, and your pacing is perfect. I love the 10 news item countdown. Thanks for brightening my week with your lively conversation. Well, that was a good one to read today on the rundown since uh, that's what we're doing today. So thank you, Callieist. Yeah. Appreciate it. Um, and yeah, people really like these rundowns. Even um, our buddy Ryan Bailey, who we were just on his podcast, says he he likes to listen to these. So that's kind of fun. He's a he's a big 
podcaster, so it's nice to get that uh, credit from other people in this in this community. All right, one more. Let's see. Mustang Sally P, five stars, my new favorite podcast. Oh, Alex and Dax, you rock. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'll, you know what? I'm, I'm taking it, though. Alex, I'm, I'm going to just start calling you Alex. Story um, of Ross, my life. <laughs> Hollywood Raw is my new favorite podcast. I'm a pop culture junkie, and you guys keep me informed. Love the rundown. Top 10 stories to start my day. You guys are great. Chem- you guys have great chemistry. Your delivery is flawless. Love ya in Colorado. Thank you, Sally. Appreciate it. Um, and thank you, Alex, for joining me on the podcast today. Yes, uh, it's, it's a pleasure <laughs> to be here, uh, Dex. Um, listen, I don't even uh, care. You could call me Angus. I don't care. As long as you leave a review and five stars, it's fine. <laughs> On to our top 10 stories of the week, Dax. Starting with number 10, what do you got? Uh, number 10, Kanye West is not going to be facing charges for that whole issue where he basically ripped a cell phone out of a photographer's hand and kind of like tossed it. So this happened a couple months back. Uh, it was in January. Uh, and if you remember, like TMZ had this whole video of him getting up in this woman's face and, uh, she was, I guess, filming him outside of uh, a gym where he was taking his kids to play basketball, if I remember correctly. And then, uh, you know, he got all pissed off because he was with his kids. He's like, not now, not with my kids. Grabbed the phone, tossed it. Well, it ended up only damaging about the like $30 protective case. And so because it was minor damage and because the woman whose property belonged to declined to press charges against him, that is basically going to go away, which is actually pretty impressive because I feel like anytime there's a celeb involved, especially an angry moment, um, people will genuinely generally take it as far as they can and it does not seem to be the case in this one. Yeah, um we're obviously we're pretty Kanye's had a rough couple of couple months and he's been rough on the Jews uh but it's been it, it, Jews, black people, he's been rough on everyone. What are you talking about? Yes, he's just the, I'm just no venomous lately. But yeah, he's been rough to everyone. It's when this situation happened, like obviously uh, frustration got the best of him, but I kind of was like, I understood him for throwing the phone. Does that make sense? Like I can't condone it. it are you saying like, that because I, I, his kids were involved, so you kind of gave him the benefit of the doubt on this one? I don't want to give the benefit of the doubt because I understand that part. I understand him throwing the phone. Like he went to go talk to the person who wanted to be in a pap. I was like, hey, like I'm. Can we, can we like trying to figure it out, talk to them about the situation and they were filming it, trying to kind of antagonize. And when they, they were just mm-hmm. being, it wasn't the best move on the paps end, in my opinion. And, uh, I, I understood his frustration. Do I condone it like uh, attack or anything like that? Absolutely not. But I understood his frustration. Okay. I'm not going to disagree with you there. I, again, can't touch other people's property. No, um, you cannot. He had the ability to walk away. I think he, he he said his piece, and I think that, number one, that pap shouldn't be there. If his kids are involved, you got to not be there. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that's not the moment. Just like, yeah. what what did I see the other day? Oh, I was watching the Tiger Woods, Elon, and Rachel Yucatel documentary. Well, it's actually a Tiger documentary, but those people are all involved in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and there was old pap video where they were like literally asking Elon about Rachel when she was out pushing her kids around. I'm like, 
oh god this is so just inappropriate like why are you doing that i know our kids were young at that point but no 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 and i think a lot has changed in the the pap world honestly people are becoming a little more respectful or at least it's such a no-no that they know that they can't sell it you know yeah uh, again this time you cannot get physical you cannot touch them but there comes to a point like i've had I've been around when the celebrity kind of tries to talk to you and, Mm -hmm. and I can't think of anything offhand. I'd have to really take a a deep dive. But when the celebrity comes over and says, Hey, listen, you know, and I know this from other paparazzi experience, like, can we make some rules now? Can you get me here and not there? Like, for example, I know we talked in the past with Ryan Reynolds, like he's like, all right, you could get me on my walk to school, but once I get my kids, don't get me on my walk home from school. With mm-hmm. the paparazzi, and he talks to him. He says, "All right, guys, that's we all totally kind of fair. That is I think that's fair. I think that's cool. And I think that's request. I think that's the best thing to do. And for, I know from New York, all the photographers, for the most part, like do that. Like they're they're you know they they are all together on that rule. Like okay, cool, Ryan. Like he gives up the photo. He walks. He doesn't hide. They're, they get their shots. On, as soon as he gets to school, they all back down and let them kind of be." But it wasn't always like that with all celebrities, but I always liked the communication off camera with the celebrity and the paparazzi. All right, number nine. Uh, Tyler Cameron revealing some pretty interesting news. He said he only had $200 in his bank when he was dating Gigi Hadid and would have to actually ask his dad to send him monies for their dates. I love this. Like, I just like when... You know, celebrities who you think that they're not going through money issues may actually not have as much money as you think they did. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. There's something super interesting about that because you always hear how rich and how many, like how people don't have money problems. And then to find out, oh no, like life isn't always perfect. I love that. So he was on the um, Jason Tartik's Trading Secrets podcast uh, this week and talked about that time in his life when he was fresh off The Bachelorette. He came in second and started dating Gigi Hadid. And I guess he had told Jason back in the day, like, you know, I only had like $5,000 to my name. I don't know what I'm doing in life. Like, you know, this is a weird time for me. And he goes, no, no, no. I think I actually have like $200. I was up to my neck in credit card debt. I was just kind of swiping the credit card, basically crossing my fingers that it didn't get rejected. And he said he'd be like out at a fancy dinner with Gigi and he'd go to the bathroom and literally call his dad and be like, dad, I don't know if my credit card is going to go through. Please, can you send me money? Like send it to me immediately because it's about to get declined and I'm on this hot date with my hot girlfriend. Um, I don't know. Just kind of a, a fun, interesting look into someone's life. Yeah. No, the hardest, you know, we said in the past, the hardest thing in Hollywood is to be famous with no money. And Kid mm-hmm. Rock talked about it with one of his exes. And um, yes, it is very difficult. However, I, during that time period, I'm curious how... The thing I question is how broke he says he was. Because he was he he famous bucks and, and he was doing- tons of credit card debt. And he was sleeping on a friend's couch, so he didn't have his own yeah. place. But, dude, he was also, like, starting to do some work in the game, in the business. So where was the money going I, to? Was I think it debt? was right. Be- I think it was right in between that time where he hadn't blown up yet. Because you remember, he started dating Gigi pretty soon after the whole Bachelorette thing. Okay. And so... I think I think that's why it was a certain time point in his life where it was like he didn't have any money. He was enjoying the fame from The Bachelorette, but like 
hadn't started booking all those gigs, you know, because then he became a pretty successful model after that. I mean, yes. I mean, he's just became a successful socialite kind of person, model, whatever he does. It's hard to define what he does. I know he's not hurting now, and here's an interesting kind of tidbit. Um, <laughs> he was paid uh, third, I think a company that I know, and I don't want to name the company because I don't want the person to come after me, but a brand paid him $30,000 to do a post and show up at an event, and I think it really wasn't worth the money because they found the traction, the people that showed mm. up from his post, was like a handful of people. So I was like, you know where they could have spent that thirty thousand dollars on the Hollywood Roll podcast as a sponsor. Thank you guys so Fuck much. Yes, for that. yeah, <laughs> um, but it's crazy. So he made the money right back. If I was like an agent, I'd be like, listen, I will lend you the money now, but you owe me interest. Like I'll be your credit card. Like if I should right. put money into you, because that's what NFL agents, NBA, that's what they do. You know, if you are an NFL agent before your player gets to the NBA or the NFL. You need to pay a lot of money, A, for your diet, B, for your training, your home, and you don't have money. You're a college kid, some of these people. So yeah, the but agent dude, that's would a sort risky, of – You got to also realize that's a risky move for an agent because one broken ankle, one you know injury could sideline someone's entire career, and then they don't ever get that big contract. True, but how about for this inside? Like, dude, you're about to go – you don't have representation. You're about to go date Gigi Hadid. I will sponsor that relationship. Go take her out. Be your, her knight in shining armor and just pay me this money back because in exchange, we're going to make money off this relationship. We're going to make you into a star. Yeah. Well, that's why... An interesting way of thinking about you, it. You, you've clearly chosen the wrong path in life. I am a loser. Number eight. <laughs> <laughs> Number eight. Brooke Shields apologizing to her college boyfriend, Dean Kane. Um, I had totally forgotten that they were even that they had a relationship. Princeton University, yeah, yeah. Uh, back at Princeton University, like you said, they they dated. Um, this was like kind of one of her first big relationships as she became famous. He back then wasn't famous. This was pre Superman days and all that kind of stuff. Um, but she has said like you know I, I'm. And this is, by the way, in her upcoming documentary where she talks about all about the 1978 Pretty Baby and the Blue Lagoon in the 80s and how she became this like intense objectification. Like she was a massive sex symbol when she was a teenager, like before she was even like legal, before she could drink. She was like all people's posters and all this kind of stuff. And she had said, like, I was the most famous virgin in the world at that time. And then uh, she talked about her relationship and how she, like, didn't get to explore that relationship sexually with him and how she kind of, like, looks back and regrets it because she's just like, he was stunningly beautiful, but, like, I was so in my head with everything that I didn't want to, like, let myself be free and loose and have fun and enjoy my relationship with him. So I guess she ran into him um, years later. Like, I guess this is more recent, and she went and she, like, apologized to him. And I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Like, all these years later, going up and apologizing to him for not enjoying the moment more back then. And she said, I guess she, her, the quote to him was, I said, I'm sorry for you, and I'm really sorry for me. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, obviously, things have worked out well for both of them post uh, their relationship. But it seems like some heavy weight she's had on her shoulders for a long time. The funny part now is like what People Magazine is now. Like People Magazine, hey, you want to be on the cover? 
you need to reveal some deep, dark secret about your life, and then we're going to put you on the cover. Okay, so each celebrity's okay. Ah, let me think what happened to me that's fucked up. What, let me see, mm-hmm. you know, like, I don't... And you can only I, come up with so many stories over time. Yeah, I mean, listen, is it, is People Magazine, it's weekly, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. So it's like every week we need to find someone to put on the cover, and it's got to be someone with some dark secret. Like, I don't know... I know we just had Jeremy on the po- on the podcast, but I'm like, who reads this stuff? Like, who's like, I don't know. <laughs> like, like, why is there a point to read People Magazine now? Like, I think you would just wait to well, you read a story. I, I from read it. People all the time, but it's do online. you really? I'm not I'm not picking oh. up a magazine. No, I think you read it like a like a small article of it online. Yeah, but yeah. I, I just you're I wouldn't even read the whole. Are you going to read this whole Brooke Shields article story? Well, I did, so I could talk about it today. <laughs> well, I know. <laughs> Yeah, but I, I'll be honest with you. I read, like, the Cliff Notes part. I read the story about the story, so you don't have to read the whole story. Mm, mm, I just what you're saying. Blows you, my you're mind. saying, like, don't read the full spread. No, I read her talking about Dean Cain. Yeah. But it was which, on people. I'm, You know what? I'm just glad Dean Cain got his credit. Because Dean Cain, I think, he's he's been on the podcast. Super nice guy in person. Like, great guy. Mm-hmm. Super intelligent. You know, I'm not a left or right. I'm not a political guy at all. He is a little bit more, steers more towards the conservative side. And he talks about how, because he speaks publicly about his political side, how it's affected his career. So I think he's got a little bit of, um, I don't know, would you say he's lost out on maybe a few opportunities because of mm-hmm. how vocal he's about his political... Um, yeah, I think, well, I think it's hard to be super conservative in Hollywood I mean I I just think that it's it's an area where you I think that's that's what it is I think it's hard to be super conservative in Hollywood you're you're, you're gonna get a lot of backlash it's it's okay to be liberal California but it's not okay Hollywood to be conservative are, yeah it's like everyone else is so left I don't know it's weird but you know I'm glad uh Brooke Shields got some weight off her shoulders She's okay. I've seen her around New York City sometimes. She's pretty nice. She's fine. She's cool. <laughs> All right. Number seven. Uh, Pedro Pascal. Uh, his Starbucks order is going super viral this week uh, because he likes himself some caffeine. So there was this fan that kind of ran up to him to get a photo. Obviously, he's uh, the person was like a huge Mandalorian fan. And so ran up to get a photo. They posted this video on TikTok. And when you zoom in to his Starbucks cup to actually see the order on the side of the cup, you realize that he got a venti cup with extra ice and he got a quad espresso. Okay. So that means it's an ice and six shots. So we're talking, you know, let's see. So one espresso is about 63 milligrams of caffeine. So his drink is about 400 milligrams of, of caffeine in total. So it's, he likes uh, himself. Uh, he needs to wake up apparently. And there was obviously everyone was sounding off. Oh my God, what? why does he need so much caffeine? Like, is he okay? What's going on? And then one person made me laugh so much and they said... Um, uh, he is okay. Um, he d- he needs this much caffeine because he's got the weight of his fandom on his shoulders. It's funny. It's fun. <laughs> he's he's such a great actor, by the way. Like he is a very just a good actor. So good. Um, and I feel I like finally it- he's like becoming more of a household name. Like 
he didn't have that household name credit for a really long time. And now it's starting to like with the Mandalorian and with like all of his success that he's got going on. Like now people are really talking about him. The thing I thought about the, of, of this story that I thought was interesting. If you look at the sticker on the Starbucks, he uses his name at Starbucks. So he doesn't go by a fake name. It still says Pedro. <laughs> so, so I thought that was interesting. Do you drink coffee? Are you kidding me? How much coffee do you I'm have a day? Sitting here right now is because I drink coffee. How much coffee would you say you have a day? I do a, a, literally a cup a day. I may get just a, cup. a second cup a day, but that's it. I was not sleeping well because I would normally have like one in the morning, and then I'd do one at like four in the afternoon, and then I realized it was screwing up my whole sleep schedule, and so I I just do one in the morning. So when you take the coffee in the morning, you feel the caffeine in your system. I don't feel it. I just feel like I'm not falling asleep at my desk. Gotcha. Interesting. You get up early too anyway. So yeah, that's... I, I got to go. The, the gym is really what wakes me up more so than the coffee though. Yeah. That's a lot of caffeine that he's taking though. I'm curious why he doesn't just take Adderall like the rest of the... <laughs> <laughs> that's why they're all skinny, man. They're all on Adderall. I'm telling you. No, that's, you know it's that's the, the Ozempic. Did I say it right that time? Ozempic? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Number six. Uh, Emily Redzikowski, apparently, so if you remember a couple weeks ago, we talked about this photo of Emily Redzikowski and Eric Andre on Valentine's Day. They posted this, like, not safe for work photo of him naked sprawled out on her couch, her kind of naked in the reflection. And, uh, apparently she had already broken up with him before that photo was even posted. So we were talking about, oh, how cool they had a Valentine's Day. They're officially announcing their romance, a whole thing. Not the case. They took that photo apparently before Valentine's Day, and she had already broken up with him, moved on, but the photo they called was, like, iconic, and so they still posted it. She didn't post it, apparently, on her stuff, but he posted it, and uh, they just said it was such a beautiful image the world needed to to see it, but she kind of wanted to still go out and have fun and not really be tied down to any serious relationship, which we've seen because she's dated you know, quite a few people over the last few weeks where I feel like we're always keeping up with her love life. Um, but no, not settling down at all, apparently. Um, yeah, it's... She's good at keeping her name in the, in the out there right now. She's just... I think she's just playing with us. You know, she's just... Mm-hmm. This is her job. You know, I think this is what she's doing in her career where she's going to... Obviously, she's a podcast, which I don't know how much money it's making, but her job now is to kind of be famous. So what's she going to do? She's going to date around. Um, and what are we going to do? We're going to kind of keep clicking and see who she's dating next. Because she, <laughs> right? I think the, I think the storyline is like, here's the most beautiful girl in the world. We want to see what kind of guys are getting the most beautiful girl in the world. You know, when you see a guy like Eric Andre getting, you know, Emily, that gives guys like us who might be, you know, as as looks wise similar, like man, we have a chance with the most beautiful girl with the world in the world. So I think that's the curiosity well, behind it. Are you saying you're just as attractive as Eric Andre? No, nah, he's better looking. He's better looking. He's like <laughs> one of those guys who doesn't have to work out and he's always got a good body. I have to. I, I my body it looks like I don't know. I don't think I was a, a vaginal baby. I don't think I was like a C section baby. I think I was an anal baby. I don't. I think that's. Just the way my body's built, it's, my head—it's gross. It sucks. He's a—he's good. He's got like a good look to him. Oh my god! I can't really report. This is like oh just me god. inventing. I forgot we're like recording. It was just me just kind of getting into my diary. 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, that might have been the funniest thing you've ever said. Uh, I don't think I was a C-section or better than I was a... I'm telling you, I, asshole, baby. The, between oh my the God, su- really my head funny. is so weird, and my body forget. <laughs> I was an anal baby for sure. All right, move it along, Dex. What's what do we got next? <laughs> oh my God. Okay, get, get it together, Dex. Get it together. All right. <clears throat> What, what oh do we? God, that was next? really funny. Uh, Diplo says he uh, received oral sex from a guy in a discussion about his sexuality. So keeping on the Emily Rudzikowski uh, topic here, he went on her podcast called High and Low Podcast, and uh, or sorry, High Low Podcast. There's no and in there. Um, and they started talking about sexual encounters and this and that. And he said, "Yeah, sure, I've gotten a blowjob from a guy before." And she was like, "Wait, what?" And he goes, "Well, I, here's the thing." She goes. Uh, it. <laughs> he goes. I didn't make eye contact with him, so that means it's not gay. Do you think he's? I, <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Yeah, yeah. Me too, dude. Me too. No, I'm kidding. I didn't. Do it. Uh, <laughs> he said that. Uh, uh, what he, he went on to say that I think the best answer is I have is that, and he said that he's not gay. There's a couple of guys I could date life partner wise. Um, but he says he's more into a vibe than a, a gender. Uh, he did say though, he went on to say that he, his TikTok page has like for the for you page has a very specific niche that keeps coming up for him and it's men chopping wood. And he's like, wood chopping guy is kind of sexy. I don't think I know that that's the thing that's going to get me over to the gay side completely, but they're pretty hot. And he was like, just laying it all out there for, uh, for Emily, which I thought was, it was kind of refreshing and hilarious at the same time. I think Diplo is just having fun. Like he knows it's going to make his story. He's a f- Diplo on social media is one of my favorite files on TikTok and Instagram. He's hysterical. So I, d- d- it's hard to say like, I don't know. He, I think he's just having fun with it. Has he been with a guy? I think he's the only one who's going to know. Only him and the guy who didn't get eye contact during the job is going to know. I don't think he's going to put it out there if he really hasn't. Like That's kind of a, a big thing to put out there if you really haven't gone that far. Yeah. I mean, I guess. He, he goes to all these music festivals and there's a lot of drugs going on. So who knows what's, what else is going on. When you're at Burning Man and you're dirty for a week and you're, there's no water or food, you know... You do some weird things, you know, some interesting things mm-hmm. that you might not normally do. So um, hopefully this is a commercial for Burning Man for Diplo. I don't know. It's just, yeah, he's, he's a unique guy. It does make me want to go listen to the whole podcast because I'm like, if he's that open and just like having a good time, doesn't it make you kind of want to actually tune into it? Uh, me personally, no, because I've met him a few times and he's not the warmest of guys. Oh, so, really? Not, yeah. not a good guy? He's not a bad guy. He's just not the guy you want him to be because I'm such a fan of him, and he just wasn't that guy. And when I'm a fan of him, it's not like his music as a DJ. Like, yeah, yeah he's, he's a DJ. I'm sure he's good at it. But, like, I, I'm a fan of him on social media. I think he's really funny. And then I've met him, and I was just, like, kind of, like, let down. Now, were you upset because he didn't make eye contact with you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me, Diplo. Look at me. Um, exactly. All right, number four. This one's interesting. 
the Bella Twins announcing that they are leaving the WWE and going back to their real names, which is Nikki and Brie Garcia. So this is going to be a whole new chapter of their lives, focusing more on motherhood and being entrepreneurs and hosts and executive producers. Uh, so they sat down and, and talked to people.com exclusively and just going, look, you know, we're this is a, a big change for us. We've got a lot going on in our lives. This is the time for us to move on and leave the WWE, even though they have become massive superstars of the WWE and I think they got into it back in like 2007 so their rise to fame happened extremely fast um, but it, you know I think there's going to be a bit of a difficulty here transitioning because everyone knows them as the Bella twins and now you're dropping Bella and going as Garcia so you're now going to be the Garcia twins people don't know that name and I always find that interesting when you have super famous people that switch up their name and it's not like j-lo adding affleck to the end you know it's it's literally switching out your last name and publicly because there's a lot of celebs that get married and they take on their partner's last name but more for like legal documents not necessarily for the public yeah so they they said on their podcast we will now be known as nikki and brie garcia moving forward it's gonna be tough for them you know, it's gonna it's gonna take a while. This is not something that happens overnight, and all of a sudden people start to call them the Garcia twins. If you start walking around like, oh, the Garcia twins, nobody's gonna know who you're talking about right now. But if you start to say the Bella twins, they know who the Bella twins are. Um, this is obviously a business a business move because the WWE owns the name. The I Bella was twins. gonna ask you, if yeah, they owned Bella somehow. Yeah, they that's pretty much why do. They can't use it. So you all, depending on your deal, and I think it depends on each person. The, it, it comes down to the WWE owning your name, and depending on your deal, the you'll for the rest of your career you could owe a little bit of money towards to the WWE. Does that make sense? Dang. Now yeah, that's crazy, like a licensing of a licensing name. thing. So it's that's that's a big deal with the WWE. Like I don't know if John Cena owns his name. I know John Cena's real name is John Cena, but I don't know if he owns the licensing to his name. Um, I had a friend who worked at the WWE. She was on camera, and she had to change her name. Um, because, the, you know, when you sign with them, they own your name. So that's why a lot of people like to change their name. I, I think even the Rock had situation where the Rock was well, named. I think that's why he goes by Dwayne Johnson all the time now, and he, not the Rock. So he actually left the WWE, but then came back to the name the. Rock. It's like a really weird situation. Every single person's different. Do you think this will affect the Bella Twins' career? I think forward? that they're going like their podcast is going by. You know. Uh, Brie and, and 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 Nikki. So like people still know their first names, which yeah, I think is good. Like it's not always the Bell Twins, but you know Brie and Nikki, Brie and Nikki. So I think that saves them in this situation. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a long time to get people to stop calling them the Bella Twins. You know, because to me, I've known for the last ten years, and I've well, Nikki Bella, Brie Bella, um. Yeah. The Garcia twins. Now we're gonna it's have not to the, be like. We're I know a lot. Nikki and Brie Garcia, formerly known as the Bella Twins. Yeah, <laughs> that's how we'd have to say it. I probably know some Garcia twins, so it's like I'm sure they're not the only Garcia twins out there. So it's just, it's a business move. It's a very scary move for them. I think they're taking yeah. a chance, and you know they've been good in their career in the past. They work hard, so I, I'm curious to see how this affects their career. And, and I don't think it will affect their career that much, um, but it's going to be unique and weird for a little bit. I think it's one of the things we just need to wait and see how people respond to that. All right, number three. 
Number three, big, big week for Ryan Reynolds. If you've been following him on social media, you saw the big announcement uh, that uh, T-Mobile is buying Mint Mobile in a $1.35 billion deal. And Ryan Reynolds is one of the minority owners or has an ownership stake in Mint Mobile. And this is, you know, so he's going to get a huge payday from this, not $1.3 billion because that... Uh, that billion dollar mark is actually for the parent corporation of Mint Mobile, which also includes Ultra Mobile and, um, and I guess the wholesaler Plum as well. But um, they, they made a, a kind of funny little video, uh, Ryan and uh, the CEO of T-Mobile, and they were talking about how um, you know this deal was going down. And I guess uh, Ryan will then have also a creative role on behalf of Mint moving forward, where he's kind of like a spokesperson and um, still involved somehow because that's, that's huge. Now that T-Mobile could potentially have Ryan Reynolds as a spokesperson because of this move, I mean, that's worth a lot of money right there. Um, so in regards to money, I want to say I saw somewhere, it's not in this article I'm looking at right now, but there was someone saying that maybe there was going to be like a $20 million payout to him in this acquisition because they believe he owns about 20 to 25% of Mint Mobile. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. You know, it's pretty wild. People are starting to say that with the money he's going to make from this deal, he's going to use it to buy uh, a part of a hockey team, like the Canucks or something like that. Mm. I mean, do, he owns quite a bit of stuff now. Like, he's got his gin. He does own, like, I think he's a, an owner soccer. in a soccer team, like a, a you know, a, a European soccer team. There's a couple other things that I saw in there. I was like, wow, he's doing really well. Like, very much an entrepreneur getting out there and diversifying outside of just acting. I think the interesting person is not necessarily Ryan. It's the guy who's his business advisor who mm -hmm. he works with and says, hey, Ryan, we should get involved with this business. We should take a meeting with this. And I'd love to see how that process goes because I don't think it's Ryan's like, oh, I'm going to start, you know, Mint. I'm going to, you know, I would love to see the guy who or meet that guy because I'm just interested in that guy's story, how he got involved with Ryan, how they meet, how they connect and how they bond over Also, like business. who's getting into like, the mobile industry. There's so many mobile providers that already like run everything. So it was really weird that he even got into Mint Mobile in the first place, but clearly it paid off. Yes. All right. Number two. All right. Number two, Ariana Maddox releasing her first statement on this whole Tom Sandoval, Raquel affair. And uh, so she put up a statement. She did a, an Instagram post where she was down in Mexico because we saw photos of her recently down in Mexico for a wedding. And so she posted a photo of her in this like pink and green dress. And she said, hey, where to begin? By the way, she had deactivated her Instagram account after everything happened. It is now back up, and this was the first post. She said, I want to express my most sincere gratitude for the outpouring of love and support I have received from friends, family, and people I have never met, met in the last two weeks. I have felt very... Um, sorry, when I felt like I couldn't even stand, you all have given me the strength to continue and see me through my darkest hours. To say I have been devastated and broken is an understatement. However, I know that I'm not in this alone. So many of my closest friends are grieving the loss right now and uh, reeling from this betrayal on so many levels. I am so fucking lucky to have the best support system in the entire world, and I hope I can repay every single person for the love you have shown me. What doesn't kill me, <laughs> better run. Love, Ariana. 
thought that was interesting. What doesn't kill me better run. Um, so anyway, that's the the first statement. I think people have been waiting a long time to hear like what she has to say. We've heard Tom, we've heard Raquel say their apologies, apologize to her individually, apologize to their fan base. Uh, but uh, this is kind of her breaking her silence. Yeah. Um, yeah. Wild, wild, wild. Um, I just think it's interesting to hear everyone in that circle talk about it, you know, and everyone's got an opinion. And I, I just want to understand if, if it's Ariana gave everyone's their blessing to go speak about the um, situation, or it's like mm-hmm. people trying to raise awareness about the show, or to like make their own selves, uh, their personal brand out there regarding the situation. Does that I'm make sense? Tell you right now, Adam. If you were to go cheat with someone, I would be the first person to put out a statement condemning you and getting on every TV show I could get on. We should come out and say we're the first ever, and just to make news, we're the Team Raquel podcast. And like, what? <laughs> There's a Team Raquel podcast? Uh, I was actually daring people, like anybody who posted about this on social media and Instagram that I was friends with online, where they're like, oh my God, this is crazy. This. I was like, I dare you to write down hashtag or post <laughs> hashtag Team Raquel and see how people respond. Well, you know what? Speaking of the other woman, I did uh, Rachel Yucatel's podcast this week. Did you get a chance to listen to it? I did. That was good. I was, you were good I was, on that. Dude, I was literally the premiere episode of Rachel Yucatel's podcast and talking about like, um, so it's called Misunderstood. The whole concept is she talks to people who, you know, their lives have been changed by headlines. And so like, you know, like Monica Lewinsky, how she became famous in the headlines, but then like had a hard time navigating the rest of her career because of one massive mistake. And so she's also going down that road with Tiger. And so I did her podcast this week and it was funny. There was numerous things where my role was, she was talking about her relationship with the media and how much she was covered. And, you know, when I was at TMZ, I covered her a whole lot, like a ton. And she was like, well, you know, like, did you, like, you guys had a narrative you wanted to write, you know? And I'm like, not really. Like, no. you were the other woman. What else, what other narrative did you want to be out there? I don't understand. Um, but it turned out to, I feel like, a good podcast. So if you guys want to listen to it, it's called Misunderstood with Rachel, you could tell. Premiere episode with me. Um I don't know. I, I thought it was good. I think we should have her on. I think there's a fascinating story to be told with Rachel. Um, good, bad, or in you know, whatever, but I think that it could be a fascinating interview for us to have. If yeah, you want we should to. we should get Rachel on soon and that'll make news her opinion on the Raquel situation from Raquel's oh, perspective. We should do that. <laughs> make news. Well, and Tiger's always got so much drama going on. He's got that new girlfriend or his ex girlfriend that's suing him for thirty million dollars. We talked yeah. about that last week on on the pod. So, all right. So, moving on to the number one story because it's actually surprising that there's anything that would actually trump our Ariana Maddox speaking because that story has dominated the headlines for the last like two and a half weeks. However, something bigger did happen, and that is Lindsay Lohan is pregnant. She's expecting her first child. She broke this news on social media. She posted a little picture of like a baby onesie that said "coming soon," and then just tagged her husband. Is it Batter Bader? Uh, I don't know how to say his name. And just said, "We're blessed and excited," and that's how she captioned it. And then, of course, 
Uh, everyone started going crazy. Lots of famous people coming out to congratulate her. Um, and I guess um, Leslie Sloan, her publicist, which I'm surprised Leslie Sloan is still with her after all these years, all the ups and downs. I was surprised to see Leslie Stone as still being her press, uh, her, her PR agent, but saying she is pregnant and excited for this next chapter. Um, what are your thoughts? I mean, this is a big year. Paris Hilton and Lindsay Lohan uh, having kids this year. Yeah, it's definitely uh, uh, um, a weird thing to think about, but it's like also happy that mm-hmm. like everyone loves a comeback story, especially in Hollywood. And, you know, we saw Lindsay, you know, a few weeks back when she had a movie come out and she was doing media and she was just cool. She was like back, like, I don't want to say normal because that's a weird tip, but she was just like in a good place. And now it wasn't like she, it wasn't like she had a kid right away after she got married. Like it seems like she's happy in a good place. So it's just good to see her like, kind of like back to normal. And I don't know. It's just, it's just nice just to see you know, Lindsay Lohan. The only negative about when someone does have the comeback is that we won't get them on our podcast now. <laughs> yeah, we only get people on the, the... pre-comeback. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm just we... kidding. Um, no, I, I do love a, a, a great comeback story. And I've been rooting for Lindsay for a very long time. So I do like everyone deserves that moment to to be a parent if that's what they truly want to do. And Lindsay included in that. And I think that this this changes so many people like becoming a parent will like change your perspective on life, change your perspective on everything. And, um, I love that she's like getting that moment of spotlight back. And, you know, when we had Tara Reed on the other day, I thought the same thing for her, like good for her. Like she needs that big comeback as well. Um, because she's got a lot of talent there. Um, and I don't know if Tara has a desire to be a mother or any of that, but, um, yeah, it's just, it's, it's wonderful. That's all I can say. Yeah, no, it's just, again, like I said, it's cool to see Lindsay just happy and just kind of like out of the public eye. It's sort of mm-hmm. a nice thing to see. You know, like she's doing everything privately. And I, like sometimes like we need a break from people. And Lindsay obviously is like one of those people like I, I like I like that we don't have to cover Kanye every week right now. I yep. like getting a break. I like covering like, <laughs> even though crazy. he was number 10. But yes, I know. But I like getting a break from them. And then they come back and then they kind of sprinkle along. And Lindsay is one of those people where, oh, good. Like she's doing her thing. She's having fun. And this guy now she's having a kid with this guy. So she's not, you know, this guy's going to be part of her life for the rest of her life. So. Good for Lindsay. Good for everyone. Good for the world. That's our top 10 stories of the week. Uh, make sure you guys like and subscribe us on YouTube. Follow us on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. We're on it all. We have a private Facebook group called Off the Record. It's a great, great, it's a really cool community like we talked about before. Leave a review. That's right. Please. That's all we ask. Leave a review. We're not a Patreon. We don't ask for money. We just ask for a review. If you already did it, great. But grab your friend's phone, grab your partner's phone, your spouse's phone, and have them do a review. Uh, follow me at Adam Glenn, G-L-Y-N. Follow Dax Holtz at Dax Holtz. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. A Huda Media Production.